0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Sports Pulse Podcast. Uh, We apologize, you know, it it has been eight days since we have last uh, gotten together to record. Um, uh, If you guys don't know, uh, I'm I'm a student in college and my second semester just started up and uh, Nick works, you know, basically full-time. So it's kind of difficult for us sometimes to get it uh, together. Uh, We're glad to be back. Nick, how are you doing today?
1: Uh, I'm good, man. Yeah, well said. uh Also, just there's been a lot of snow by us. We got like two feet of snow, so you know both of us have to help around the house. You know, getting that all cleaned up for our families. So once again, we do apologize for not recording, but uh, we should be back on schedule as per usual now.
0: Yeah. Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, um, shoveling snow is an extreme workout. Um, <laughs> it took me. A total of 11 hours to shovel my uh, driveway this week. Um, we had about 20 inches, and I, I just want to say for a you know 19-year-old boy who has to do a like, 125-foot driveway, it is not fun. Uh, I'm very tired, so I'm glad it's done and over with. I got it done this morning, or I, actually, I guess this afternoon, um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I hate to be the guy to break it to, you, but I think it's going to snow this weekend again, so...
0: Yeah, well, we'll worry about that when that comes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right. Anyway, uh, what are we going to be talking about? All right. So
0: uh, I know this is a little bit of last week's news, but like we said, we haven't been able to record. So we are going to start with the Matt Stafford trade. If you didn't know, Matt Stafford, you know, the Detroit Lions quarterback, um, he got traded to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff and two first-round draft picks and a third-round draft pick. Um, obviously, that, that's pretty big considering the type of market we thought we'd seen. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, so I wrote down like my winners, losers, and I have a, a still-to-decide category, and I'll explain that really quickly. So my winners of the trade, obviously Matt Stafford, he gets out of the Detroit Lions franchise, which is just a historically bad franchise uh, I don't know what's wrong upstairs or what's going on there, but they've been historically bad. You know Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, all-time greats. You know retired early out of their careers just because of the uh, the way that the Lions are. They just lose. I don't know what it is. So I have Stafford winning um, the Lions. Although all that said, they did acquire two first-round draft picks. They had a third-round draft pick thrown in, and you know Jared Goff. He's not. He's not old. You know he's playing. He'll be playing in his sixth uh, NFL season. Uh, so, I mean, for now, the Lions, obviously, they're in a rebuild. They're at no point in time to even contend for even their division. Uh, so the Lions will obviously win by getting the draft picks to try and help their rebuild go along. The losers for me, obviously, Jared Goff is going to lose this one. He goes from sunny L.A. to, you know, he has to go live up in Detroit now. Detroit's bad. There's no way around it. Uh, you know, the Rams obviously had some problems with Goff. They were willing to take a... and the uh, largest NFL cap hit in the history of the league at $22 million. So obviously they wanted to get rid of him. So golf is going to lose this trade. He's going to a team, you know, Kenny Galladay is good. Marvin Jones is good, but we don't know what that team's going to look like next year. Uh, and right now it's bad. They're at no point to compete for the division, like I said. So golf is going to lose this. And then the still to decide category obviously is going to be the last remaining piece of this trade, which will be the LA Rams. Uh, for me, the Rams, they haven't won, they haven't lost yet. And I'll explain this very simply that I'm not going to say they lost, I'm not going to say they won. Until they go and win, you know, I can't even say win a couple playoff games because they went to the Super Bowl with golf. So until they win the Super Bowl, I can't say they won. But giving themselves a chance with Matt Stafford, who I think is a better quarterback than Jared Goff, does not make them a loser in this trade, if that makes any sense.
0: No, I you know I I kind of a hundred percent agree with you. I think it, it's kind of tough. Um, you know I'm with you. Uh, if you are obviously Matt Stafford, this is a win. Twelve seasons spent in uh, Detroit. They've made it to the playoff three times. Um, however, he's only had one time where running backs gone over a thousand yards. His defense has been in I think top ten scoring maybe once or twice while he was there. So obviously he's not not getting the help around him. Um, Obviously moving to a Los Angeles team where they have a top uh, 10 rushing attack three times in the past, you know, three seasons. Um, They have the top scoring defense uh, this past season. I think it's a little bit of a nice light to shine um, for Matt Stafford. Like you said, though, it'll be interesting how this works out for the Rams. They are without draft picks. (laughs) Until For seven like, what, seasons. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty three. first round draft pick. Yeah, first yeah, round yeah. draft pick. Yeah, but I mean, in a way, that could be huge. You never know. Um, yeah, you know, like you said, they're definitely getting an upgrade. Um, which, which to me, is interesting because Jared Goff in twenty eighteen, we had we seen him do really well. You know, he had four thousand six hundred passing yards. You know, yeah, I think he had like twenty or no thirty two touchdowns so he wasn't terrible but this past season it just wasn't there i think he had like 20 uh, 20 touchdowns to like 15 interceptions It, it that just won't cut it um at least not in a sean McVay offense when you're trying to win games um obviously we know how strong their defense is and you know i think their defense i mean they're getting older you know i think aaron donald's could be what 30 next season you know Jalen ramsey is getting up there in terms of cornerback age, um, but I think they'll still be held down for you know another year or two, or at least where that whole entire like main group of guys is still there. And I think, like you said, I think it's trending in the direction where this could be a win for them, but you won't really know until you see them hit the field.
1: I agree. Um, so you know, while I was writing everything down, I had to. So I graded the trade for the Rams as a B minus. And this is, this is what I'll say about it. Obviously no hate on Matthew Stafford whatsoever. I think he's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. With that being said, Matthew Stafford, for the people at home that doesn't know, he's played 12 seasons in the NFL, all with the Detroit Lions. Now he's now I know, you know, the the help, you know, he hasn't gotten any help, you know, he's played, you know, he's played with Calvin Johnson, who is arguably one of the greatest wide receivers to ever played in the NFL. Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, Roy Williams, who was a pro bowl receiver. So, you know, he has had some help along the lines a little bit. Uh, He is 0-3 in the playoffs. Uh, He's had losses against the Saints in 2011. 2014, he lost to the Cowboys. In 2016, he lost to the Seahawks. So those are all 1st round exits as all wildcard teams. Um, and if anybody didn't know this, Matthew Stafford is ten and fifty-nine in the regular season against teams who have made it to the playoffs, which is the worst all-time in the league in the history of the NFL with minimum forty starts. So think of all the bad quarterbacks you know that have played for forty starts; they've all played better against teams that have made it to the playoffs than Matthew Stafford. Uh, next, Matthew Stafford has a terrible history with injuries. Out of the twelve seasons he's played, seven of them he's missed time with injuries. In twenty-nine, two thousand and nine, he had a shoulder. Uh, separation and a knee patella dislocation in 2010. He had the same uh, separation in 2011. He had a hand fracture in 2016. He missed time with a f- uh, broken finger in 2018. He missed half the season in 2019. He had a uh, tailbone fracture and in 2020 he missed this season. He missed time with the thumb injury. So for the Rams, they're getting a 33-year-old quarterback. Obviously, like I said, Matthew Stafford is definitely better than Jared Goff, but with how bad he's played against winning teams and his injury history. I'm not willing to, you know, make this out to be the slam dunk that everyone else is saying it's going to be.
0: Yeah, you know, I, it's obviously, you know, he deals with a lot of injuries, but I think he, I mean, he's a pretty tough guy. Like, we, we've seen him no, stay agree. in games when he's gotten hurt. And I think part of that also has to do with just how bad his offensive line is. Um, I feel like he's been on the run his whole entire time in Detroit. And obviously going to the rims, who uh, have a much better offensive line. And honestly, Matt Stafford is a little bit more mobile than Jared Goff. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think it will be interesting. I think he'll be a little bit better fit. And hopefully he'll find a way to not really have injuries because he can still sling it around. I mean, this guy walks in with a bad ankle and hip, knee, uh, rib, and he's still slinging the ball, you know, 60 yards down the field, like it's no problem. And, you know, I'm hoping that that continues as long as he stays healthy. You know, we know that the talent's there. He's one of probably the most underrated quarterbacks, at least throwing the ball. I mean, guy puts up numbers, but, you know, I think, like you said, even though he has had some, uh, you know, help, obviously Megatron was a huge factor. But that's when we saw what Matt Stafford could be. you know, you know, Roy, Roy Williams, Williams, he got at the end of his career. He wasn't very good. Um, you know, Golden Tate was still kind of coming into his own. He did make an name for himself. That's why he left. Um, you know, stuff like that. It'll be interesting how it works out. You know, I, I hope that this works out for both sides. If you're Matt Stafford, this is the break you've been looking for. Um, you don't need to worry about putting up, you know, 30-plus points every game to try and win. Uh, you'll have a little more compliments, you know, to help you out. And then and on, the on the flip the side, side, if you're the Detroit you Lions, you have a you placeholder have in Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Like you said, he's not a terrible quarterback. You know, he well, might he not might be not your franchise, franchise quarterback, quarterback, but, but now you have, have extra first-round, first-round draft, draft picks, picks, you know. So, so going like into next few seasons, like, like, make sure that you're so using, using them well. well. Yeah, we've, we've seen it seen happen, happen, you know, where teams get these first-round draft picks, like the 49ers, and... They put together a good group of guys. Obviously, on, uh, for the 49ers, they carried uh, on defense, and you know it's worked out. But if you put them to waste, then you're not really doing anything. But the one thing I have to say to the Detroit Lions is what type of culture are you building? You know, people want out of there all the time, like you said. They haven't won a playoff game since 1992. Like, they need to figure a way to turn it around. They hate, a lot of the players didn't connect to Matt Patricia. So, you know, I, I think now that they have a, you know another first-time head coach, um, and I think it's Dan Arnold, uh, who's a former tight ends coach, I hope that they find a
1: way to really create a culture that they want. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, Jared Goff hasn't been bad. Um, you know, he's played five seasons in the NFL. He's thrown for over 18,000 yards. He has 107 touchdowns and to 255 interceptions. He's three and three in the playoffs and he has a Super Bowl appearance you know within five seasons so it's not bad so we can't undermine what you know what he's done obviously he's had the defensive help uh, we saw you know in the Super Bowl against New England he only put up three points in the playoffs but other than that in the playoffs he's put up decent points in 20 in 2018 that same run he put up 26 points against the Saints 30 against the Cowboys in 2017 he lost to Atlanta but you know like I said Atlanta, uh, they went on to, you know, make it to the Super Bowl, and they had the historic collapse against the Patriots. But, you know, losing to the team that went to the Super Bowl is not, you know, that's not a thing to to get knocked for. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. this year, you know, they had a semi decent playoff run. I mean, no one thought they would beat Seattle, and they ended up putting up 30 points and beating them.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they went
1: to Lambeau and lost to the Packers. So, Jared Goff, for me, he hasn't been put into a system where they don't. I mean, and you watch him this year. And I said this before, I believe I said it on the on the podcast that, you know, it just looks like the Rams aren't don't trust him to throw the football. And I mean, whether that's something they see in practice, whether that's something that we don't see on the field, I don't know what it is. You know, he's he's a winner. He's won games. Obviously, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but, you know, he ran up against one of the greatest dynasties that the NFL has ever seen in New England. So. For golf, it might just be a fresh start. Obviously, he doesn't have the weapons that he had in L.A. or the defense, so it'll be fun to see what he can do there if he does anything or if they move on from him. I'm not sure. I think they should at least give him a chance because, like I said, he hasn't been bad. Uh, he's 3-3 three and in three the playoffs. He has a Super Bowl appearance. That's within five seasons. But the thing I will say about this is that the Rams were willing to give up two first-round draft picks, and they were willing to take the NFL's highest cap hit in the history of the league, which is $22 million next year. Mm-hmm. So that's just dead cap that's sitting around. So that has to say something for me. I can, I can talk up Jared Goff all I want. For the Rams to give up that and go the next seven or go seven years in a row, so next two years, without having a first-round draft pick, that says something. I mean, they wanted to get rid of him. So yeah. maybe we'll see why when he's in Detroit. Maybe he's just been good because of the team he has around him. I guess we'll find out. But since the Rams want to get hit rid of him so bad, I think that throws some red flags in my direction.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm going to go back to the point that you made where you said that you think the Rams are, you know, kind of, kind of I guess, afraid to throw the ball off. Like I said, he put up, you know, 4,600 yards in 2018. Like, he's not that far removed from throwing for – you know, a decent season. But these last two seasons, we just haven't seen it. I think in total, he's been about, you know, a two to one ratio in terms of uh, interceptions. I'm pretty sure it was, uh, I don't know, it's actually kind of worse. He's through for, uh, over the last two seasons, he's done for 42 touchdowns and 29 interceptions. Now, that's not terrible, but it's not numbers that you obviously want when you're trying to make a Super Bowl run. Um, you know, I, I think in, the Rams offense, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Matt Stafford go off for, you know, 4,500 yards and, you know, 30 touchdowns with like 10 picks. He obviously doesn't throw the ball, I mean, um, throw the interceptions as much as Golf, but he still is kind of a wild child. So I'm kind of interesting to see how, you know, Sean McVeigh, who is, you know, a very creative coach, um, kind of was that, you know, Type of new head coach that we had seen come into the league over la- uh, last few years. And it'll be interesting. Um, you know, like you said, they wanted to get rid of golf. Um, you know, NFL Networks. Uh, Steve Weiss reported a source um, that told him that Goff and uh, Sean McVay needed marriage counseling um, after their loss uh, to, so in, to Green Bay. So you know, I, I think it'll be interesting. Um, like you said, I don't think Jared Goff's a bad quarterback. It'll be I don't want to say it'll be fun to watch them play in Detroit because because they're just not that good. (laughs) No. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Maybe he finds, you know, a new switch there and it works out for both sides. Um, The one other thing that I really think is important to look at is the type of quarterback market now. So last few weeks we've, we've heard about, you know, Matt Stafford and Deshaun Watson and like who might go where. If you are the Texans, you are also a winner of this trade. And here's why. If you decide to trade Deshaun Watson, which now they said they probably won't, but you never know.
1: Well they said they're not willing to, but he, I don't think I don't foresee him playing for the Texans, so oh, he, won't, he won't play. But if they don't trade him, I, they're gonna have to trade him. There's yeah, no they're gonna they
0: they're gonna have to. But if you if they do, you can get a
1: very reasonable,
0: you know, deal. I mean, look at this. I mean, Matt Stafford, who is thirty two years old, he's already played twelve years in the league. I mean, yeah, obviously for a quarterback, you know, their primes a little bit longer because they don't need to rely on you know speed and. Agility as much as other positions, however, Deshaun Watson is 25 years old. He is one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now, almost top five, if you just give him the chance. Um, It'll be interesting to see how this works out if you are the Texans. Don't be afraid to ask. I mean, you might get three first-round draft picks, or you know, and and a starter, just like this. It'll be so interesting if they want to do that route. They definitely can. It's just obviously what they're willing to do. Um, but I think they're hurting themselves by not getting rid of him because it just creates more drama. And if you're Deshaun Watson, you need to get out of there because honestly, the coaching, uh, the coaching group that they put together is just not good at all. Um, um, I don't understand uh, why they – I think who they signed as their head coach, Dave Coley, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that is just – it's just not good. So you remember back – I sent you a thing and to one of our other friends about uh, David Coley.
1: Yeah.
0: In 2014, Chiefs wide receivers didn't score a single touchdown the entire season. Who was their wide receiver head coach – or wide receiver head coach, excuse me, David Coley. The past year, he was the passing coordinator for the Ravens. They had the worst passing offense in the NFL. I mean, obviously, they have Lamar Jackson. But, you know, I I think it kind of speaks volume. You're going from a guy, you know, who has these kind of bad records for passing when you're going to coach Deshaun Watson, who led the league in passing yards. I mean, obviously, he might not have uh, Mahomes played in the last, you know, week but he still had, you know, almost five thousand passing yards. Like, let's be real here. This is kind of something that I I just didn't see the fit. Um I I don't I don't really know. I'm kind of at a loss for words. Uh so it'll be interesting. I however I think the Texans could be winners of this trade resulting of the Matt Stafford and Jared golf trade.
1: Yeah and back to what you said about Deshaun Watson so uh, obviously Matt Stafford, what we said, was one of the quarterbacks that we would see on the move uh, during the offseason. Uh, it's not the offseason yet, but you know players are going to start moving because they're not playing, and the Super Bowl is three days away at this point, so mm-hmm. we're going to start seeing quarterbacks on the move. So these are the other possible quarterbacks that we might see moving teams. So Deshaun Watson, I know Houston came out and said that they weren't willing to trade him, but I don't see a scenario where they keep Deshaun Watson. He's obviously he's going to He's going to bench himself, uh, for lack of better words. Uh, he will not play for the Texans, so I, I'm. we will see Deshaun Watson move. I would I almost put money on that. Uh, I know the Falcons came out and said that they won't trade Matt Ryan, but I would not also not be surprised if they drafted a quarterback and Matt Ryan left Atlanta during the offseason with the right deal. Uh, Carson Wentz, I don't think there's any way they fix that bond in Philadelphia, although the cap hit uh, would be worse than the Rams. We've seen a team take a cap hit already with the Rams, just doing with Jared Goff, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles, obviously the Eagles aren't ready to contend uh, e- even in their division, let alone the playoffs, so I would not be surprised if we saw Carson Wentz move. Sam Darnold is another guy that we could see move on from the Jets via trade, whether it's going to be Deshaun Watson or if they draft Justin Fields or uh, Trevor Lawrence, we're not sure. Uh, Dak Prescott's also a guy that we could see move uh, with how bad the Cowboys cap is and obviously Dak is not signed yet we might see him test the free agency market um, with the cap possibly raising in the next few years maybe he wants to get that contract he wants Uh, Derek Carr obviously John Gruden has not been very pleased with Derek Carr uh, ever since he got there I would not be surprised if the Raiders found a deal to get rid of him or maybe move up and draft a guy and Drew Locke, although he hasn't played spectacular in Denver, you know, it is Denver. They're not very good. So he's another quarterback that will be available, uh, possibly Teddy Bridgewater and uh, maybe some other guys I didn't even think of.
0: Yeah, they, they, like it's we, said, we said, said, this could, be, could a be a huge, huge offseason, season. you know, in, in terms of, you know, kind of, kind of what we could what be, we seeing. be seeing. and. and to me, I, I just I don't really know. Like you said, there's so many things that could be up in the air. Um, obviously, we know that the 49ers want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh,
1: I've heard about Jimmy G.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that's one of the biggest things. They were actually, um, they were basically, you know, fully in for trying to get Matt Stafford. They ended up not getting him, um, which I thought was interesting. Um, and uh, also, fun fact, and I just think this is hilarious. Matt Stafford Stafford told uh, the Lions (laughs) that he would go anywhere anywhere. but New England. And to me, I just think that's hilarious because I think that speaks volumes of what some people actually think about um, New England. You know, I I think that now that Tom Brady's left and he's seen success somewhere else, you know, maybe people are like, "Mm, maybe I don't want to play for Bill. Uh, But I I think it'll be interesting. Uh, However, side note, I I digress. Um, You know... We could see a lot of people switching up, like you said. And now that we've now seen we've Matt Stafford's um, contract, contract, you know, move to somebody else, maybe teams are more willing to take that cap hit. You know, like we said, Carson Wentz is another big one. Yeah, uh,
1: somewhere would, around $34, $36 million. Yeah,
0: would a team be willing to take a cap hit to get him, you know?
1: Well, it'll, I mean, the Eagles would take the cap hit, but I think there are teams well, that are true, running, Like like I mean. Indianapolis, I have a feeling they might make a push to grab once to be their guy, to put them over the edge. I think at this point there is no point in Philly uh, not taking the cap hit, and they're not going to – I mean, it will be only be a year. Uh, yeah. They're definitely – they're not contending. They have a lot of holes. Uh, I was talking to someone else about this earlier. Uh, we both agree that it doesn't make sense for the Eagles. I mean, it does doesn't make sense for the Eagles not to take the cap hit to get rid of once for him just yeah, to sit yeah, on the bench. Yeah. Hurts is clearly the guy and they kind of ruined that relationship with Wentz. So I think it's just fair for him to go try and make a name for himself somewhere else.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, I'm kind of with you. I don't think Carson Wentz is a terrible quarterback. You know, I, I think that he has a lot of promise. I just, I don't know if Doug Peterson was right for him. Um, no. Philadelphia was the right. Obviously, he's a, he's a big guy, you know, 6'5", you know, 260. He can move. He, he can definitely throw the ball. Um, maybe there's some work that needs to be done, but I think if he moves on, maybe a change of scenery will be good for him. Um, like you said, they ruined the relationship as soon as they put Jalen Hurts in. You know, nothing against Jalen Hurts. Obviously, if they think he can win, you know, put him in. Uh, so it'll be interesting this offseason. There's a lot of stuff, um, you know. We are going to look forward to covering it all because, you know, that will be a fun thing to talk about uh, as we you know, progress deeper into this offseason, especially after the Super Bowl, Um, you know, and then, you know, looking forward uh, after this episode, we're going to have a Super Bowl preview on Saturday, and our schedule is going to change a little bit. Um, I have classes on Monday and Wednesdays, So our new recording schedule will probably be Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, um, depending on what there is to cover um, as we shift in between seasons between the NFL, MLB. We have hockey, um, you know, so stay tuned for that. Um, It'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, very much. Uh, And then I think Saturdays should be in person. So Tuesday, Thursday will be recorded, obviously, both of us over the phone like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And we did have one in-person episode on Saturday. I think this Saturday will be in-person, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it should be okay. Um, so yeah, this Saturday, like you said, we'll be covering the Super Bowl preview, which would be the Chiefs against the Buccaneers. Uh, that'll be in-person, so I'm excited to do that again. Oh,
0: that would be your, a fun, your, fun your beautiful episode. Beautiful
1: face. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that should, But yeah, uh,
0: that'll be that'll be a fun one to talk about on when uh, on Saturday. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun, so. Tune in, maybe you'll get a surprise.
1: Maybe. Peace.